This episode is fueled by Gumnut. Tradition meets creativity. Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our beautiful podcast listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of Obviously Good. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Livy. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. How are we all this evening, ladies? Feeling good, feeling fresh. I'm feeling fresh. <laughs> feeling funky, fresh and free? No, I'm actually feeling quite good today. I had a big sleep in this morning, had a lovely weekend, so happy. A sleep in? So and what's your sleep in, Libs? No, I actually didn't get up and go for my run this morning because I was like, you know, thought I had a bit of a raspy throat. Didn't. Turns out just was that thing that you get in the morning. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, morning, just throat. morning throat. Yeah. <laughs> so but I was like, oh, I need to have a little lay in. So then I just rolled out of bed at like 8.30, got onto my computer, tapped oh. away, started the day. Libby Dunlop. Wow, you're really killing life there, hun. Thanks yeah. so much. How are you guys? How were your weekends? Belle, anything yeah. good? Mine was nice. I, for the most part, just hung out with Luce, um, who also has just started her own podcast. She so, has. Yeah. So exciting. And it is amazing. I listened to the first episode and I was just like, of course, this is great. Like, they are two yeah, extremely are surprised. They are extraordinary women. So the podcast is actually called Extraordinary Stories and they are both just extraordinary journalists themselves. So Yeah. I, and they're just detailing the stories of amazing people in throughout rural Australia. So it's pretty amazing and definitely worth a listen. Yeah. And they fly there, which is even like cooler. So interesting. B, did you have anything as interesting as, oh, how do I come off the back of a awesome <laughs> podcast like that? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, but- look, nothing to highlight. Just been having a lot of me time. Took myself to the beach the other day. Um, so good. So good. Uh, reading a great book at the moment. What um, are you reading? Any not that we're like, I feel like we're shameless. What are you reading, listening or watching? <laughs> um, I'm reading Women Don't Owe You Pretty by Florence Given. Oh, so interesting. And it is actually a very interesting book and it makes you do a lot of self-thinking. So it's all about empowerment and stuff. Yeah, like it's that. about like feminism and like internalized misogyny and just even just women ripping other women down and pretty privilege yeah. and really interesting concepts, but that really makes sense. Yeah, okay. that's a bit heavy to get into. No, I'm really sorry. I didn't have much to say, though, because I haven't read it yet and I've been meaning to. So mm. I would definitely grab it off you once you're finished. You may have it, Libby. And then I might borrow it after. Little book club. Maybe <laughs> we should have another podcast, guys, about books. Um, we'll leave that to the shameless yeah. girls, I think. <laughs> Hey, so I noticed a little thing at the beginning of the podcast, a little uh, ad, would you say? You would indeed. This episode is sponsored by Gumnut Chocolates. They very lovingly sent us a care package chock-a-block full of goodies. What was your favorite, guys? You know, the thing I love about Gumnut is that they have such a wide range of chocolates that there is something really for everybody. Yeah, so my favorite, and it always has been, always will be, since I used to work there back in the day. So when I was studying at pastry school, I used to be a little chocolatier I think that's probably a bit of a stretch I actually just made the biscuits and labeled the bags but still (laughs) earning my keep I always always love the chocolate freckles oh Libby Mm, so good actually love one I also love the Florentines oh sorry getting too stressed there's too many good (laughs) options there is I love that you have a little connection to it and you're right they have a crazy assortment of chocolates 
bark, cookies, and these guys have been doing it for over 30 years and they really just make the perfect little gift. So if you're looking for a little treat to send to someone during COVID times, maybe your friend in Melbourne, definitely hit up Gumnut Chocolates. And great, great shout out. After all that chocolate talk, it's got me thinking about talk of the town. So without further ado, this is the part of the podcast where we bring to you what's hot off the pass in food this week. Now, Libby, I think that you have something to give us this week. Look, I think it might be something that only a few of you might find as exciting as I do, but it's about a restaurant that's very close to my heart, a restaurant called Nomad. So maybe last September, I think it was, their main restaurant actually had this quite catastrophic fire. And so they had to move the restaurant down the road. So in the last sort of like year and a half, they've had this pop-up is what you'd call it, restaurant called Nomad down the road. This is a restaurant located in Surrey Hills. As of October 20. They're moving back to their original location. They've done a full new fit out. No way. That is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, stay tuned. I'm trying to get and try and get the girls there. So hopefully it'll be something that we can. Maybe we'll be there on opening night. (laughs) Oh, look, we can dream. It's a pretty great restaurant. So everyone keep your eyes peeled for that opening up in its old location coming soon. Lips, I feel like you've just put Talk of the Town up to a whole new bar because that is exactly what we want to hear. So that's great. A hundred percent. Don't ever doubt yourself. (laughs) Don't ever. (laughs) Okay, B, I think it's time that we, you know, let the listeners know where we actually went to this week. Absolutely agree. This week we went to where souffles meet pancakes. Founded by Takeshi Takata, Graham Cafe, also known as Pancake Graham, opened its first store dedicated to sky-high souffle pancakes in Osaka back in 2014. Since then, Graham Cafe has received what can only be described as a cult following and has opened more than 60 stores across Asia, Canada and the US, with the Chatswood establishment joining that list in February of this year. The chefs in the kitchen have been trained by the boss man himself and the pancakes are fluffy AF. Yes, they are. Oh, what did we think? Well, I think we need to start off with the wait time. So we arrived. It's located basically above Chatswood Station. Essentially, that sort of food precinct up there. Mm. But when we got up to the top, we looked and we saw, oh, there's a little line. Great. Perfect. Hop in there. And then we turn around and there's like eight other people in this like snake line all the way around the corner. So, But it did move really quickly. And I think I have a lot of hope in I'm pretty sure we were lining up for like at least an hour. No, it was half an hour, 40 minutes. Felt longer. Might do. Bella and I were a little bit hungover. Definitely. We'll yeah, you guys off. were not interested in waiting, but I will wait for food. Yeah, no, no, I normally will. But I just, being hungover, being in a bit of a shit mood yeah, wasn't great. But I thought it was even weird because we were there at like a really random time, like yeah, obscure. Like 4 p.m. True, but is that sweet treat time? No. Okay. Think about Maybe. it. Post-lunch, need a sugar craving hit. Yeah, but that's at like 2 p.m. I don't know. We were there at 3, which is normally 3 p.m. pickup, you know, so that does check out. But I think it was weird because the pancakes are like a meal. I mean, we'll get there in a second, but it's like seeing, it's such a hectic thing to have at 3 o'clock. Yeah, definitely a weird time. But, you know, we did call ahead and they don't take bookings. It is walk-in only, so beware. And also, from everything I'd seen on Instagram, I knew it was going to be a line because it's become this... It's sort of cultish. Like, yeah. yeah, like I said in the oh, intro, did, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's got a cult following, so it is popular. Anyway, moving past from the line, we eventually did get inside. <laughs> and oh, like, I really want to know your initial thoughts once we were in there because I'm feeling like it's Mayflower vibes all over again. Yeah, look, I was just having flashbacks to that the whole time. But also, can I just say, shout out to those chairs because they were cool. Yes, yeah, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> if essentially think green feature walls, neon signs, flowers, velvet chairs, flowers, but like painted flowers this time, not like fake yeah, flowers. Yeah, like painted murals of pancakes on walls. Though I do <gasps> want to shout out the when you walk through the doors, you're greeted with a big fluffy pancake, pancake toy. <laughs> it's huge though, the size of us. It's, it's very like Tokyo vibes. Well, yes. I mean, and as we said, it's originated from Osaka. And actually, when I was in Japan, I did go to this place. This is why I wanted to make sure that we had the chance to go. But very different vibe in Tokyo itself. Interesting. What was different about it? It actually was the fact that exactly what we're talking about, the decorations. Um, In Tokyo, it was just white walls, sort of like normal tables. Like there was no sort of fluff. There was all the little um, toy pancake stacks. They were everywhere. But it wasn't this sort of like overdone green walls, velvet chairs or anything. So that's sort of like quite interesting, isn't it? There you go. Okay, cool. That is interesting. So they're obviously bringing it to us with a completely different look. Yeah. Yeah. No idea why. But that's just food for thought. The food, however, was very similar. That brings us perfectly then to what we ordered. Obviously, you go there for one reason and one reason only. Pancakes. But specifically, their classic premium pancakes, which are, like I said in the intro, a souffle sort of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Bella and I decided to go down that route because we were feeling light and happy. We got one (laughs) each. Definitely not necessary. (laughs) Definitely not. We probably could have shared that and been very happy. But they did come to the table quite beautifully. They're stacked so high. But to take the point of the souffle, essentially, as they arrive at the table, they start to shrink. (laughs) And they're very wobbly. And they're extremely wobbly. You'll see that in an Instagram story, so make sure to check that out. Yeah, so they are the star of the dish and it's like the whole premise of Graham Cafe and Pancakes or Pancake Graham, whatever we want to call it. But they're mostly egg batter and the way that they're cooked is they're steamed under metal domes, hence how it kind of has that um, oh, look, I guess. that's interesting. There you go. Um, and originally when, when Pancake Graham opened – there was only ever meant to be a set limit that could be cooked a day. And then because it just Got literally so popular. gangbusters, yeah. they now just make them all the time. They there must make so, so many. <laughs> they do take a little, like, something to note if you're hungry. They take longer to come out than the other dishes. Yes, great point. So I didn't order those. I went straight to the Oreo pancakes, which don't know why that tickled my fancy, but I thought that would be yum. And well, actually, was. sorry to cut you off there, yeah. but B actually really, really wanted to go for the takeaway menu. Oh, great point. I did want to go for the takeaway menu. When you're standing outside, they've obviously, you know, during COVID have made the pivot to takeaway. I did read that before this, they never did takeaway. Yeah. So they have these beautiful looking, I would almost call them pancake sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. They come in Nutella and hazelnut, uh, chocolate, strawberry, all these amazing like flavors. There's a caramel flavor. Yeah, yeah. And you get them in these like really cute boxes. And I was just staring thinking, well, that's all I want. Like, I want to get those ones. I know. And, like, just picture it looking exactly like an ice cream sandwich, but you've got that fluffy souffle pancake on the Mm. outside. It would have been nice to try, but we were stuffed by the end of it anyway, so there was no chance. Absolutely. And also, when we asked to get it on the table, she said to us, no, like, it was quite confusing. They're like, you're not allowed to have takeaway at the table. It's a very strict takeaway order-in situation. But I wonder why, like, it's just so random that you just can't have these ice cream sandwiches there. I felt I like know, it was weird. It was very regimented, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, I'm going to spend heaps of money, just give me the box. <laughs> yeah, literally, what's the difference? But anyway, sorry to cut you off. Please go back to your Oreo pancakes. Oh, Oreo pancakes, you know, it was as good as it sounds. Chunks of Oreo, delicious pancakes, Oreo cream, 
which you guys really weren't that overwhelmed by. I thought it was amazing. It was just I like think- crushed Oreos inside whipped cream. Mm. Yeah. Yum. It was too whippy. And I think it's just because we were a bit like taken back by how much cream and stuff we were about to inhale. <laughs> there was a lot of dairy happening. Yeah. Well, I do think we need to now talk about the drinks that we got. Oh, do we oh. have to? I thought we were going to forget about them. <laughs> no, not today. Now, actually, Billy, you got probably the most um, classic. Yep. So I got the matcha latte. And look, if I was eating something else, I would have been totally on board with it. But I think because the pancakes were just that sweet and I knew like, I think we were drinking them before the pancakes even came out, but I was in my head, oh, I'm about to like have a lot of sugar and it was very sweet, but good. Oh, you still liked your matcha? Yeah. I mean, if I was to separate the two, then yeah, it was a good matcha latte. Okay. Rate that. Now I got the black sesame latte. I just want to try it. Like I've never had a black drink before, so it was just worth a try. Tasted very much like sesame. It was really, really sweet, as you said, and lots of those lattes are sweet, so I was expecting that. But got to the bottom of it and it was like had that last swig and I had like full-on sediment throughout my mouth. You know, mm. you know that like charcoal stuff? There's like a stage where everyone was like washing their teeth with charcoal. Yeah. That's what she looked like. She just had it like... Oh, in my teeth. Yeah, your tongue was black. <laughs> but I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. You can't win them all, Libby. And I certainly didn't either. So uh, <laughs> I got the, I can't even say this, the hojika, hoyaka. Yeah, no I'm butchering idea. the Japanese language. You know, it's up on our website if you want to have a look at the full menu. But I was mistaken by my classic thing of like, it looked like chocolate, so I just thought it was chocolate. I later, since Googling, realized it was a form of Japanese green tea. And, yeah, wasn't wasn't vibing it. It was also not hot. No. Okay. It was like lukewarm. Our, yeah, all of our lattes that, were lukewarm. A little bit of a lukewarm milk yeah. freaks me out. I think with those, like, crafted lattes, often it is quite lukewarm because they need it to be creamy and, like, they spent so much time faffing about making it look good that it's like already gone too cold. True. That's true. It's not like a hot, spicy coffee on your way to work, is it? Like they've obviously made these, yeah, like yeah, they're, beautifully they're crafted curated. drinks. Yeah, exactly. The only thing that I was a bit disappointed about was that I'd seen that you could get koalas on the top of the coffee. Oh, why didn't we get that? I think you might have to get a large to get that. Oh. Are you kidding me? We had to pay for a large to get a koala face. Which if you're going and you're also going to get pancakes or and or something else, make sure, really make sure you don't get a large. You will be sick. Too sick. much. Too much happening. <laughs> so sick. I felt sick afterwards. Me too. I know. And I think that that really, if we're talking about what did we think of our whole experience, there's just a lot of sugar. There was a lot of sugar and the whole thing was just a bit weird and rushed and do you think it was just weird because it's weird to have a sweet food at that time or what did you think was weird about it because the yeah. food itself is not that different to anything we've had before and for me the pancakes were quite delicious the, the souffle pancakes I actually really enjoyed it was just I think the the latte and there was just too much I think any I think it was actually our mood that we need to blame because oh okay. yeah savage Ooh, mood blamer <laughs> yeah because we we're in a savory mood and you know we needed something to hit that spot I feel like you need to go there when you're craving sugar and you you know those days where you wake up and you're like, I need pancakes. Yeah, I, you know what? I think you're bang on. I think you either go for breakfast or you go for dessert. Don't go at 3 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Unless there was a few couples next to us that were on cute dates. Ooh, if you're listening and you want to take me on a date, 
do it, but don't take me there. <laughs> no, but I felt like there was like a cute sort of younger, maybe like 16 year old couple. Yeah, definitely. You know, like what a great idea for them. They don't, they can't like go to a bar or, or they don't have enough money to actually buy dinner. So they like just can have one yeah. stack of pancakes to share. It's definitely somewhere like, you know, you're 16, you're just breaking out of school and going to the movies and then going to pancakes. Like yes. it would be perfect yeah, see, for that. I, No, but I think that's why I didn't like it because I was like, what are we doing here? You know, we just went to Fred's and now we're in Chatswood at Pancake Graham. Hey, look, Fred's was not supposed to change you as a person. I think it did, Bella. No. I think it did. B, bring it back down. I am a new me. Fred's is like, oh. <laughs> all right, mate. I think I need to cut you off there and settle you down. I think we need to just wrap this all up and take it to order off the menu. Order off the menu is the part of the podcast where we decide for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. Rolling on that train, Bella, mate or date? Look, you know what I'm going to say. It's I def- actually don't know if I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I mean, I've just thrown some shade on it, so <laughs> I'm really intrigued as to what you're going to say. I just feel like it's definitely a date place, but for a younger target market. And don't at me about that. It's just my personal opinion. But I actually think that that stands, to be honest. I think that like at this day and age, if I was taken there on a date – I'd be a bit underwhelmed, but definitely even, you know, when I was in that age where I just had my license, but I couldn't really drink. What a great spot. You know, we all used to go to Max Brenner and stuff as kids. Like this would be exactly the right spot. filling that market. Yeah. I love Max Brenner. Yeah. I think you really nailed it. B, booze your basic. Basic, say no more. Um, Libby, um, dolls for dishes. (laughs) (laughs) I think that we need to stop this and, and readjust that because- it's bougie? Well, like the chairs were velour, sort of. <laughs> they were velvet. Yeah, class, even classier. Emerald. Emerald. Yeah, but it was a, it was basic. We just said he didn't want to go on a date there. Yeah, but that I still feel like if you were that age, you would dress to the tens because you probably aren't going so, so to the nines. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> you definitely don't dress to the tens. You dress to the nines. Yeah, tens, tens is better than the nines, Libby. Yeah. Tens is like any, mm, any ball higher. style, ball style. <laughs> all right, all right, enough of that. I get what you're saying, but I feel like, as you said, yeah, as a 16-year-old, this would be like... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, can we just stop? Are we editing the podcast as, as if we're 16 now or as <laughs> if we're 26? Okay. <laughs> I'm just getting, I'm getting confused. Like, okay, I, I'm, I'm 16-year-old B and it was bougie. No, okay, but look, <laughs> keeping in mind... That got really weird. Keeping in mind that you are on a date there as a 16-year-old, what are you going to wear? Wear something bougie. Yes, okay, cool. But if you're there as a 26-year-old, you don't need to wear something bougie. <laughs> Actually, though, can I jump in quickly for one second as well? And just I think say- you're still talking. <laughs> you don't need to jump in. No, and I, just, I just have a really good point. Of all the people in the line around us were actually dressed up quite a lot. Correct. Maybe they'd gone to a fancy lunch and then were stopping by. Well, then doesn't check were out. Were they 16? No, some of them were our age, if not older. So what do we want to go with? Well, I think you have to have the final say, so... My final say is basic. Yeah, All she's right. in that mood. It's done. Not gonna change. Basic it is. Basic at 16, basic at 26. <laughs> Libby, dollars for dishes. I know I've been very argumentative tonight, so mm. apologies, mm. but I'm hoping you're all going to agree with me on this one. The pancakes themselves, $18.90 for the premium, $17.90 for the Oreo. Lattes, $5.50-ish. Mine was $5.80 for that extra premium sesame. I think that 
that's really expensive. I was going to say, when the bill was put on our table very abruptly at the beginning, before you've eaten, which I always think is weird, I was like, damn, is am I like inverting the numbers wrong from upside down? Or is that is that actually what that is? Yeah, $74 for the three of us for an afternoon snack seemed outrageous, I thought. Yeah, Definitely. that is expensive. I mean, I know there's a lot of work that goes into them. And as you said, when you're explaining how the pancakes cooked, particularly the premium ones, you can kind of see why they are so expensive because they're each pancake is lovingly crafted. But it was the same price as our Cairo takeaway. <sighs> That's it. Mm, and that experience was a lot better than this one. We got a lot more out of it. So, look, I am going to have to give it a 1.5 out of sh- 5. Oh, wow. Oh, I hope they never listened to the episode. <laughs> no, that's fine. Or is that too harsh? Is no, it- you gotta you gotta pick it how you see it, Lib. And right. I agree, like that was a lot of money. And just for something that's sort of For something that's batter? Yeah, that's what I'm c I am can not help but think. But then again, our dessert at Fred's was also eighteen bucks. And that was sort of similar. Mm. Mm, I know that that's awesome. when you put it against each other that's annoying isn't oh, it I'm not sure okay look I'm gonna have to be a bit more generous just because I feel like one sitting in the ones is a bit too nerve-wracking so I'm gonna give it a two out of five mm-hmm. and just sit it calmly not great value for money but still yummy pancakes Don't, not gonna take that away from them that's for sure two out of five cool winning so I suppose on the topic of winning we should head into Food Features and Fails, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or a food fail from our weeks. B, you start us off. I will start us off. I have a food feature this week. I went to Brick Lane in West Pimble. Never heard of it, never been until quite recently and was pleasantly surprised. West Pimble is, if you're familiar with the area, suburb on the North Shore that's kind of just quite unassuming, but they've got a group of shops there and they've got a cafe there called Brick Lane. And it's also got a license, liquor license. So there's Aperol spritzes happening. There's spaghetti with prawns happening. There's sandwiches happening. Homemade kombucha happening. It's like really a vibe. I did post some pictures um, a couple of weeks back on the Instagram. So definitely check those out. But if you're ever in West Pimble, hit up Brick Lane. Oh, okay. stunning. A little Ooh. bit of a hotspot in the Upper North Shore. I know. Bella, food feature or fail? So I feel like you guys are actually going to at me about this one because it's quite a popular place and la di da di da And I've been there a couple of times and in my head, I quite like it. So I'm not sure why the other day I walked out and I was like a little underwhelmed. What's the place? Three Blue Ducks. Oh, yeah. Love Three Blue Ducks. So do I. So I don't know. I think I, think I just need to do a reality check because... Maybe I've been too spoiled lately. And I think you have, sweetie. See, Fred's <laughs> changed you too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. What did you get at Three Blue Ducks? It was so disappointing. So I got probably the most expensive thing on the menu. And it was like sourdough, avocado, eggs, dukkha, you know, some salad. It sounds like you can't really go wrong with that. I know. And I think it's just because it was so expensive, maybe like because it was probably 23 bucks. Mm, that is expensive. No, that's how much avocado on toast costs these days. No, you can get some smashed avo for like 16 bucks. Oh, I need to come find those places. Yeah. <laughs> I went on a hunt once just trying to find smashed avo <laughs> everywhere. So you're failing three blue ducks. Oh, like, oh. This is a really, no, really wankerish podcast all of a sudden. I know. I know. Who I'm, are we? <laughs> sorry. Maybe we all need a reality check. All right, all right. All right, I reckon I've got something to really reality check us. Okay, feature or fail? Look, I'm actually not sure if it's a feature or fail. Okay, we'll decide. So my favourite snack 
or sort of like, you know, if you're sitting in front of the TV or going to the movies is I love TV snacks. Oh, like, you like know, the best brand. TV snacks. Like yeah. That's what they call, oh. you know, the, oh, sorry. <laughs> like popcorn. Sorry. Yeah. Like, you know, a hundred percent, Belle, you're right. You can have snacks in the TV, <laughs> but you're, you're talking about like the chocolate little fingers or triangles or whatever yeah. they are. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I didn't make that very easy for you to, to understand, but I was doing little finger signs. So yes, the, the, you know, those little finger, the malt sticks. They are so good. They are so good, but they've launched this new range of them that are mm. chocolate milk flavored so they've partnered up with dairy farmers that you know that milk brand yeah and they've created this chocolate milk tv snack had it the other night with jack in front of a movie just cause and like pretty good but not great well like i think i like the malt ones better but i still would buy that again so this is why i can't decide if it's a fail or a feature because like it was still good it was still quite good but the malt ones are just that much better but that's probably just you being really you know loyal to the original oh (laughs) yeah look at that brand loyalty brand loyalty i am quite a loyal person to my brands so they haven't converted me so far if i was to go back to the shops i'd definitely get the malt sticks but i'd be interested to hear what you think listeners have you seen it in the shops have you tried it let us know if you have we would love to hear how it goes and speaking of brand loyalty if you have enjoyed our brand and our podcast this evening or today or this morning please leave us a review, leave us a rating and make sure you tell a friend. Absolutely. And while you're there, make sure you jump into our Facebook community. That's obviously good podcast on Facebook. And if you want to see pics from today's episode or any other episode, you can follow us on Instagram at obviously good podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.